0: Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. Our next guest is smart and curious. Some may wish he was just smart and not so curious, but Matthew Keller does a lot of research on behalf of nurses and patients in his community. As an RN with a Juris Doctor, he works with Minnesota Nurses Association to help regulate and guide public policy.
1: Matthew's latest research led to him looking further into some financial projections released by Minnesota's Hennepin Community Medical Center. He found the hospital had changed its 2016 financial projections by a whopping $45.4 million.
0: What gives? On the phone with us is Matthew Keller. Matthew, welcome to Nurse Talk.
2: Thanks for having me on today.
0: Great to have you. So let's start from the top. How did you find out about the financials and what's the significance?
2: Well. Uh... Just this past year, HCMC, Hennepin County Medical Center started talking about having some layoffs to staff, approximately two hundred and seventy five uh layoffs, wow. unfortunately. So that caused us to look a little bit more into their financial status and to see why they were needing to lay off staff because they were saying that it was due to financial challenges, of course. And you found out otherwise. Right. So it- their projections for the last year, as you mentioned, changed by $45.4 million. So they initially projected a $25.1 million surplus, and then they suddenly projected a $20.3 million loss uh, about 12 months later. So it's not exactly clear why they went from a huge surplus like that to a huge loss. And then looking at their last year's financials, which were just released a couple months ago, they actually showed a $20 million profit in 2015. So... We're not sure. The, the process hasn't been transparent. It's not exactly clear why their financial projections have changed by so much.
1: Yeah, and there's issues. You know, Each hospital may have its own reasons, but you say that many facilities are claiming that the Medicaid reimbursement climate is putting onerous financial pressure on them. So is that what they're going to claim is happening here, or what, what are your thoughts on that?
2: The amount of people with Medicaid has increased. Hospitals all over are saying that, that that's putting a lot of pressure on them. There's a couple of reasons that that's not exactly true. One of those reasons is that they say Medicaid doesn't reimburse what it costs them to provide that care, and that's not necessarily true. Medicaid doesn't reimburse what they're charging for the care, but oftentimes what they're charging is about four times what it actually costs to provide care. Uh, Another issue is that as the rate of uninsured people has gone down, it's been cut over half across the country, and Minnesota has one of the lowest uninsurance rates in the country as well, hospital profits have actually increased because now... Uh, they the writing off less bad debt. Um, they're providing less charity care. So their their financial stability of hospitals in the country, and in Minnesota in particular, has never been better.
0: That just kills me at a time where people need help more than ever, they're denying more charity cases.
2: Especially when you're talking about a, a county hospital here. The yes. reason that the county hospital was created was to provide a safety net. Um, right. So it's a little disingenuous of them to say that they're they're having financial challenges right now due to Medicaid reimbursements when they're supposed to be providing all this charitable care.
1: And so the the hospital saying that they the $20 million that they received from the county shouldn't be counted as revenue and therefore they're justified to do the layoffs is that what they're saying?
2: Yeah, that's part of their argument. It's a little it's an interesting argument because um, the IRS requires them to report it as revenue. They're also saying that that $20 million from the county has to go towards their buildings, so therefore, since it can't go towards salaries, you shouldn't count it against them. But that frees up $20 million that they would have spent on their buildings anyway. You also look at other things that they're doing right now. For example, they just built, they're in the process of building a $220 million outpatient surgical center, and it's kind of like, well, if you're a county hospital, Um, supposed to be the safety net. Why exactly do you need to spend $220 million on this glitzy new building when you're just, you're the county hospital? So you you have to question their motives a little bit here too.
0: Well, I love that because it's fuzzy math. I would love to be able to say to my uh, mortgage broker, well, listen, I have this other stuff that I have to pay for here that has to be taken out of my bill. So there's no way I can meet the mortgage because uh, I've got this brand new uh, Bentley that I got to pay for. I mean, <laughs> do you, would that fly? <laughs> I, I don't think it would. <laughs>
1: Can't touch the whiskey fund. Everyone yeah, knows that. exactly. No. And what we've seen too a lot with these hospitals is they lay off a lot of staff and then five years later they have to rehire a bunch of staff, which yes. is expensive because of a lot of bad health outcomes, increases in population, increases in need for care. Um, So a lot of this is just cyclical and it just seems like it's just unneeded stress on the community. I mean, the the nurses are part of the community. They're part of the county's population. It's good for them to have jobs, right?
2: Absolutely. And when it comes to this particular patient population too, you're you're talking about taking away a high level of care. HCMC is well known for being the best emergency room in the area. They they provide great care there. They're, They're the Level 1 Trauma Center. There are a few others, of course, as well, but this is the one that, you know, if you're a Minnesota Vikings player, you get hurt on the field, this is where you go. So it, it's difficult to see them taking away care from the lowest socioeconomic class in, in the county. So
0: Outrageous. So, Matt, talk about HCMC's 10-year plan for financial success.
2: Sure. So they have three points on it. Uh, the first point is to achieve staffing costs of no more than 70% of patient revenue. Uh, increase the number of patients served, and increase the number of commercially insured patients served. So if you look at their 10-year plan for financial success, this kind of dovetails into them not actually providing the care for the, or looking out for the, the community that they're supposed to. They're trying to just get more money in right. there, you know, get, the, get instead of these, uh, uh, these more poor citizens in there, they want the, the rich people right. in there who have their own insurance, who, who can provide more money for the county. It's, it's a little odd.
1: And do you have any ideas as a 70% ratio for staffing cost to revenue? Is that that reasonable? Do you know is that going to affect patient care as well?
2: Well, they say that that's the industry standard. Now, where they come up with that, nobody really knows. Um, And if you look at other hospitals in the area, some of them get 70%, some of them are at 75%. But, again, when you're looking at HCMC, it makes sense to me that their staffing costs would be greater than the industry average because, again, we're talking about the lowest socioeconomic class. They oftentimes have more difficult um, health issues, more Mm -hmm. chronic health issues. Um, When you're talking about the, the acuity and especially their emergency room, the ICUs, again, it's much higher acuity patient population. So I don't think that it's fair to compare them to the industry average. You have to compare them to other similarly situated hospitals, I think, in other areas. Um, that are providing for the same particular patient populations and level of acuity. And it's
0: painful to me that they note that we take such a high percentage, that nurses are such a high percentage of the cost.
2: It's so true. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, because nurses are the biggest cost, they often have the biggest target on their back when it comes to counting costs. Um, if you're an accountant, that's just the biggest line item right there. So that's the easiest one to cut from.
1: So, Matthew, what's next and why is it so important for nurses and the public to be aware of these issues?
2: Well, I think we have to stop thinking of our local hospitals as these benign charitable entities and start looking at them as businesses because that's how they see themselves. And we need to hold them accountable as we will hold businesses accountable. When they say things like, we're facing financial challenges, so therefore we need to cut staff, we need to question that instead of just accepting it. And that goes for everybody in every state. You know, we have to do this together, essentially. Um, because at the end of the day, healthcare shouldn't be looked at as a business, and it's not going to change unless we do something about it.
1: Matthew, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners?
2: No, just thank you so much for having me on today.
0: Thank you. We really appreciate it. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit NNU.org.